Hello, Scotty. The first words have to come out of my mouth are, you're welcome. Um, it's been no problem. Thank you for, for <laughs> thank you for calling. <laughs> no, 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 Scotty. You know what today is? It's the day before Thanksgiving, and that's the day when you celebrate so heavily that all the the the, the nutcases left <laughs> and went to America. We are we are eternally grateful that we allowed all of those with really strange views to go off to some place a long way away and uh, argue with themselves with a very strange and weird and corrupt political system that we don't want anything to do with. Well, <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> of the sort possible ever goes on in modern England. Oh, no, 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 no. We are the, uh, the, the home of perfection, John. <laughs> <laughs> really, honestly. Okay. Well, how are you, Scotty? I am. Uh, I am okay, John. I have had a had a few days vacation. Um, went to uh, well, what was supposed to be sunny Toulouse for a few days, but it was more like rainy Toulouse. But uh, uh, and uh, that was nice, just hanging around. But then, you know, it's like when you come back of a few days vacation, you just got to realize, you know. Yeah, you've just got to catch up with everything that fell behind. So yeah, it's been a been a, a tough few days and dealing with a few bugs that are not very you know particularly fun to deal with. Just grinding it through. You know, you know when you QA do stuff and they say here are some problems and you say well I can't reproduce them and then you go around that circle for a long time until you find out why you can't produce them or something. Well, that's the type of time I'm going through right now. So it's a uh, um, it and that, that just feels like a total. Waste of time. I mean, you have to do it because eventually you will find the problem that QA are talking about or realize that they've done something wrong. But yeah, it just, uh, it's quite, dep- I find that side of the job quite depressing. Well, Scotty, I've been waiting for the last 20 seconds while you've been talking to come out with this perfect line. Are you ready for it? Okay, I'm bracing myself. Well, Scotty, while things are so perfect in London, England, why did you choose to lose in France? Oh, <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. We can draw that out into at least another thirty seconds. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh my way. Anyway, what do I? I mean, so there's me. I'm having a. Uh, I've had a nice weekend, followed by a, a frustrating beginning to my uh, my working week. Although I'm only on day two, and uh, you're now on day three, but you're probably about to disappear for however many months you have off for Thanksgiving. Uh, so, how has your week been? Well, it's not bad. You know, I got my managed to recover from COVID. I don't know whether you knew that, but uh, you gave me COVID. No, you didn't. Somebody in the world gave me COVID, and I came back and. Uh, it was not that bad, um, but I finally tested negative, which made me happy yesterday. Um, and uh, But I've been working pretty steadily, but I missed the chance to be with my colleagues um, who were all in town. Um, so I was very sad from that. I'm still recovering, Scotty, and nobody seems to be giving me enough um, sympathy. But since I had to work, um, I've been working on this long-term, long-running cross-platform project where the, the kind of end-to-end testing is... is going to begin in earnest starting Monday, but I kind of wanted to get a jump on things. And, you know, we've all been basically working with mock data somewhere along the line because about, you know, with this project, everything is kind of, it's a very aggressive time schedule and there are lots of moving parts and lots of, of, you know, last minute changes to be able to say, what should it actually say? What should the text say? So, you know, when, when the strings are not locked in English, that, you know, that that means that you can you know in order to, it makes it difficult to test in other languages obviously um 
I had a, a way of, of, of sending off my translations in such a way that I could get them back and keep them out of the, the main product. So it didn't matter if they, if they were constantly being revised. So that helped me a lot because for this particular thing on mobile, there's, you know, I've talked about it a lot. There's lots of different variations in the text length and I'm very happy, you know, I'm seeing all these investments I had made and sweating the details to make the, you know, make the, the layouts highly, highly flexible, um, really pay off. So that gives me a lot of confidence that when integration testing starts in earnest, I will just kind of basically say, at least I'll have different bugs to deal with. But one of the things that, that I was fa able to finally try the complete end of end flow yesterday and it worked, at, you know, except for it didn't. It worked until it didn't, and, and where it didn't, and I, I can't speak about the details, but basically, you know, a, a, a condition was met, and then I expected that, that, that condition to hold, but it didn't. It didn't hold past kind of, you know, the, 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 the current user session. So I made a screen movie and share it with my colleagues. It's like, this is not what I expected. Is this, should it be the case? And they said, oh, well, yes, because the initial presentation, the initial context is done using, you know, we, we did it a certain way. And I forgot what the exact phrase, but it was like fake was the, in the, the word. So it all starts with creating a user account that's set up in a particular condition. And apparently I, my, all my user accounts I set up were, 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 were of this fake context. Um, which made me feel better because now I know that in theory when it's actually the real context and I'm doing everything correctly, everything should just work. But we will find that out, I guess, on Monday. So, not bad. So, you, uh, you're you going to have a few days off and then find out if you are a successful human being or not. Exactly. That's precisely what it is. So, in the meantime, I crafted some lovely messages to my colleagues wishing them a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Because it's a big deal in the United States. Not everybody in the team is in the U.S., but the majority are. Yeah, it is. It, it's the probably, team on this it, specific project. I mean, obviously, most of our listeners are in the U.S. as well, so we don't need to teach them to suck eggs, as we would say. But, um, it's, uh, <laughs> in fact, you know, the actual phrase is, you don't need to teach granny to suck eggs. But it's, um, uh, hold it's second, probably... Hold wait, 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 stop. What does that actually mean? Because that's a terrible image. It's Go ahead, like, elaborate. It's like everybody knows that your granny knows how to suck eggs, so you don't need to teach her how to do it. Yeah, but why would anybody suck eggs? You mean you've never sucked an egg? No. Well, maybe there is something for your Thanksgiving celebration that you could try just to see, <laughs> well, it's like you, just, you, just you to see what happens. You pierce it with a pinhole and suck the egg out? That's disgusting. Why would you do that? John, I have no fucking idea. It's just a saying we use. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your language, son. It's so funny. I, I, I wasn't expecting a, um, a, you know, an inquisition on the, on the statement. So um, there we are. <laughs> It's uh, nobody expects the rooster inquisition. Yeah, and I can't, um, uh, and I can't even remember why I was saying it now. Oh yes, Thanksgiving. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it's about uh, your. Um, uh, it's the biggest holiday in the US. Would you say? Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I it, it might could be. It, it is definitely marked by by you know people. Traveling far afield and then having to spend time with people who otherwise they might not get along with, and so they—it's always the big test: can you get enough wine flowing um, and, and delicious food being presented to the people? Either shut up and forget the fact that they don't agree with each other, um, but usually, it, you know, the the, the, the 
it usually ends up going going off. You know, it does. I mean, there there are plenty of of, of Saturday Night Live skits about it, and it's kind of funny. But it and it it is somewhat true. It's not always true, but oftentimes it is. Yeah, well, we say the same about Christmas in this country. It's about the time you have to spend. You know, everyone looks forward to Christmas and spending all that time with the family they don't like. Um, yeah. So it's uh, in there. But, but uh, traditionally, Christmas is a big time for apps in the UK. Uh, I guess that's because we give gifts at Christmas, and therefore people have new devices. But I guess that's probably. I mean, obviously for Netflix, it's, it's probably must be a huge time because everyone sits down and watch TV for a couple of days. But uh, we are I, considered I, critical infrastructure. That's why we're in the beginning of our super careful periods. Like nobody wants Netflix to go down during this time when people have to be in a room with each other. Yeah, I mean, could you could you imagine you know what would happen if people had no Netflix to watch? I think that you know, you know, people worry about about poisoning of of water treatment systems, <laughs> but I think the real the real terrorist attack in the United States would be somehow you know bringing down Amazon Amazon Web Services and therefore bringing Netflix down with it and then causing chaos. Oh yes, I forgot that Netflix, like everything else in the world, runs on Amazon. Amazon has to be close to the single point of failure for the entire world infrastructure right now. Kind of, yeah. I shouldn't say anything because then maybe terrible things will happen and they'll blame me. <laughs> they blame you anyway, John, but there, but there we are. So, uh, I mean, it's, you've had, you say you don't release anything during uh, the critical time and you've, you know, you've not done anything major in a release for a little while now, you've been, been saying. But I'm, I'm guessing that like, the major projects, as you've been talking about, I just keep going on and then basically... Do you now, after after Thanksgiving, sort of like try and slap everything in in the next few weeks before you then have to stop again for Christmas? Um, there's, there's, there's. We haven't, we haven't kind of had our final release for the year, but it's coming up soon, and then, then there absolutely is a, a quiet period, and then the the big concern, of course, is is the first release of of the new year, where where you know projects are going on. So there is definitely concern, and I think there's it makes that there's a higher premium on testing, and there always is, but I think especially these days because there's lots of things going on. So there's a, there's a pretty high bar. Um, so I, we all try to be super careful. So that makes, um, yeah, I think it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously during the rest of the year, if I remember rightly from things you have shared on this show, so I'm safe to say you have a pretty regular release cycle, is it every week or two? And, and, yeah, then, every and, week. and then every week and then suddenly you just stop um and and not do it so does that does the company or it's not the company because the company is far bigger than does the, the the team and the way you develop feel different in different times of the year because of that and the way you yeah, yeah. approach things and it's like almost working for two different teams no it's just that there's definitely a cadence i mean i think because just because of of, of the cyclical nature of things you know and and because our our services is is pretty heavily used it's pretty popular around the world but it's particularly heavily used and particularly popular during these seasons and that's been the case since forever so there's always been this 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 period where where people have to be extra careful and there's a much higher bar to to get something into 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 release um but i think the other thing too is that you know it's the holidays you know it's 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 it, let's say in china where chinese new year is, is is super important so that people you know work 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 you know, manufacturing things or, or preparing things or making new releases, doing everything you could imagine in an economy, and then and then kind of the, the whole country shuts down. You know, not a, not dissimilar to to say how all of France shuts down in the month of August for the most part. So different 
countries around the world obviously have different cadence and you know different specific times, but I think they all have similar cadences where there's different periods of time when people are really frantically scrambling to get things done and then they get their 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 time to recover. I think you know helpfully it doesn't all align, you know, so that while the French are are on the beach complaining, um, we're working. And then, and then when, you know, when we're out trick-or-treating, the French are complaining. And <laughs> Basically, pick any random time and you're about to say the French will be complaining about something. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I love the French and I have I think two French, French half-sisters and so. The French are very nice people. Yes, we love them. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, it's it's pretty common like that, and I think more than more than any time, this is when when the only way you can you can kind of ship something and 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 not stay up at night is knowing that you have various kill switches because there's always lots of experimentation and there's always lots of of times where you know bugs may not be found until they hit a critical volume you know and something that is is generating you know tens of crashes at a time you think okay well we can probably live with that but then you crank it up and then then it starts growing exponentially it's like nope nope you need to you know turn off that feature or do this thing or do that so you know mostly these days um, or this time of the year we tend to really be fixed to our dashboard seeing how are things going and 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 if something is a problem, then it's kind of like, okay, let's look through the breadcrumb. What caused this problem? You know, which tests are involved? Who are the who are the people involved? And so it it's, it can be a little bit stressful sometimes. Yeah, we're having a it, managing releases is really difficult because you know it's um, we're having an issue in a, an app that we work on for a client at the moment where whereby we would try to put out a release and it turns out the release. We put a few things into this release, but then one of the things has turned out to be reasonably urgent, um, and then, you know, but the release is also having some trouble in QA, as I explained earlier on. So we're now in the position, like, you know, do we just keep QAing this and going around in circles and just work as hard as we can to get this in a position that, um, you know, we can get this release out? Or do we say, well, look, we don't know how this is going to be. Let's try and, you know, get some sort of hot fix out off of an old, um, off of the previous release uh, to fix this more serious issue. When, and, and, and a serious issue is normally considered any issue that affects revenue, as I'm so sure it's the same in, in, in uh, um, almost every company. If it affects revenue, it's serious. If it doesn't, then it can go in the next <laughs> the next issue. Um, uh, or maybe data integrity as well, I guess, might consider in that as well. Uh, but the trouble is between this was going to be the first release being released with a new tool chain. And so the tool chain has sort of been updated, ready for the release. So going back one and then trying to have to do it all manually. And it's like, oh, yes, this is all just such good fun. Well, Scotty, can we make the transition from such good fun to actual such good fun? Go on, John. Have some actual such just good just just. Oh, I can't even speak properly. Have some actual good fun. Yes. Okay. Well, I discovered something um, that I had not seen before. I, I imagine it's an iOS 16 feature because I was long um, pressing an image in in the the Messages app, and then I noticed that there was like this funny shimmer that took place over the image and then when it was done i could drag that image out and you know what it did it 
did the the magic instant alpha, which is a feature that has existed in Keynote for some time, which I was always amazed at how well it worked. Now it's a system-wide wide feature. Any image you find, if you want to take the, the foreground subject, whatever it is, typically it's a person, but it doesn't exclusively have to be a person. It's anything that's kind of considered in the foreground. Uh, it will remove the alpha for it. And I was so taken by it because I was able to put it to great use <laughs> in a Slack message where I was trying to make reference to two different kind of cultural symbols or cultural things, one of which was uh, uh, the character Eleven from from Stranger Things and then a famous scene in, in Spinal Tap where they say, hey, let's take it to Eleven. And I was saying, you know, we could call a feature this using the name Eleven and somehow we just need to make an icon that communicates those two things. And I was just so pleased. Have you seen this before, Scotty? Am, am I am I discovering something? Am I have I Columbus something here? Well, I I haven't seen it before. No, but you it doesn't not. mean yeah yeah no. Well, I don't think so. Anyway, well, if I have, I I don't remember seeing it. Well, should we put it that way? And but then again, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. So yeah. And less people misunderstand what I'm, what I'm getting at. The, the, the phrase Columbus something is, is very snarky about discovering something that's been there for a long time. And all of a sudden, then you're given credit for, for discovering something. <laughs> there was a yeah. Saturday Night Live skit about having Columbus to Hot New Club in Brooklyn. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, no, I was amazed by it. And I, it, 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 I've been thinking about it a while because you know how much I love the Photos app. And, and I sometimes I hate it. Mostly, I love it more and more. It, it honestly has kept getting better and better. Um, I was literally walking down the street with my child the other day, and we came across a a a a car which had a vanity plate on it, and and we were laughing at it. And I said, you know, I better have a picture on it because he noticed it, and of course, you know, uh, he his mind has been somewhat warped by having me as his father. Um, so I said, yeah, I bet I've got that, and of course, I could like produce it um, just by doing a, a text search. Uh, and there it popped up. So that alone is, is really useful. And I say that if anybody's from the photos team is listening at Apple, the, the only thing that I have to complain about these days, and it is a serious complaint, and I'm sure it will get better sometime, is that, you know, by now, m most people, if you've been using your phone for a while, you have tens of thousands of photos. And you can imagine how you might get to them and the tools for searching them by, by place, by time, by text in it you know, by object, by persons, just keeps getting better and better and better. But then you find it, and then maybe you want to use it somewhere. And you have to resort to kind of some really stupid pet tricks, because oftentimes I would like to make a film or make a presentation or something where I say, hey, I know I have a photo that has this, and a photo that has that, and a video that covers this. And I'd like to gather them together, and then I would like to send them to some tool. And so the sharing mechanism doesn't really give you that 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 capability, even though I mean, it kind of hints that it does. The share sheet lets you know different apps who can handle a single item or a selection of items of a certain type. But I find it still kind of funky; it doesn't really work very well. So what I end up doing is I basically I have an album, you know, album that I've created that I've alphabetically done the little hack, so I, I give it a name so that it floats very near the top of my albums, and it's just basically something I use to transfer an image, just like a way station for search results, where I say, okay, great, I'm going to find something, put it in there, um, and then when I go into an app like Splice or whatever, I can get those ones and, and go about my merry way. It would be lovely if somehow if I could, you know, and maybe it's technically possible, I could copy that selection. So I have a copy of, of, of 
URLs from the photos app. And then the Barky, the failure dog is already like, shut up. It's going to happen or nobody wants to hear this. But anyway, I'd like to be able to have them in the pasteboard, open up another app and then paste into it. This is the kind of thing that happens all the time on, on, on Mac apps because it's a fairly common thing to do in the use of the pasteboard. And it's technically possible in, in iOS apps. Um, not every app really takes advantage of it. Not every app really handles multitasking well, but when it does, it's it's pretty amazing. And and I will, you know, close up on this is is because part of the thing that I don't think many people are aware of is like when I talked about doing this this technique of of a, of a, taking an image that appears in messages or almost anywhere that you can long press on. It could be in a web browser, and you remove the alpha for it, and then iOS apps are are full screen. But it's it may not be apparent to everybody. It wasn't entirely to me that you are kind of holding down a gesture with 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 one finger, one digit on one hand. That doesn't prevent you from like then using your other fingers or your other hand to be able to kind of exit the app. And now you you're holding this thing and then launch another app and then drag and drop it. So you could drag and drop it into a mail message or drag and drop it onto uh, you know an app that supports drag and drop. And when these interactions work, it is pretty amazing. It's it's a little bit more awkward on an iPhone than it would be on an iPad. But it's it's it is fascinating to see how how productive you absolutely can be on a device that you never would have imagined would be a productivity app, whether it's kind of office productivity or let's call it creative productivity. And the thing that always kind of lights up my brain is the fact that it's the phone that captures all this media. So if you ever work with media and you want to then in the moment or close to the moment, do something with it so that people can understand just sending a text message with three or four images doesn't really cut it. Sometimes you really have to edit them together to, to give yourself three seconds of video that then people know what you're going on about. And so I'm always thrilled that I'm able to do these things and therefore communicate better. All right, I'm going to be quiet for a second now, Scotty. No, I think this whole uh, integration, yeah, is... Um, it, I think that the, the trouble is with a lot of apps, and this is, you know, uh, I, I think true for photos and for everything else is probably, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's been a famous thing in the app store. Probably 80% of people use 10 to 20% of the app, mm -hmm. and therefore uh, the vast majority of people never, ever, you know, really... Um, sort of need anything else and therefore whenever you fall into that uh you know any other 80 percent of functionality you've put yourself in the minority and therefore and i'm, I'm not criticizing apple for this because it's true in most apps the how good that functionality is how far someone's pushed that functionality how comprehensive it is even how well thought through it is sometimes does begin to vary once you get outside of that core 20 percent um you know of, of use cases so yeah it's um uh, I, I think maybe the expectation is sometimes with a big company like Apple, and this app is shipped. This app is shipped with a device, and it's on millions of devices. It will do everything everybody wants. But I'm pretty sure that the uh, uh, twenty eighty rule or eighty twenty rule still a, still comes into much of this design process. Yeah, indeed, and it is also fascinating over the long run um, to to try and put yourself in the. The minds of the people that are, are sitting, software engineers at Apple, given the capabilities they have, how much power the machines have, you know, the, the type of machine learning models that they can run given the data that they have, and how long they let those things run, and how long they, 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 they simmer a feature in the background, and, it, you know, 
it's kind of fascinating because there are certain things that I can imagine could be done. And, and yeah, sure, I have good ideas. And lots of people have good ideas, but an idea that doesn't ship may as well not exist. And but so it must be kind of torturous at some points when you say, ah, oh, we could do this, but you kind of have to wait a year or two or three until some critical mass of things fall into place. Either enough people have the powerful enough devices that so that you could release it because some of these some of this magic stuff i don't think possibly could be done the fact that you can do that instant alpha you know i'm old enough to remember having watched people do cut an alpha channel cut a mask in photoshop manually and i've seen how how it's done and so you can imagine that you know it, it was done that way given the the amount of hardware that people had and the expertise that people had and then the hardware gets so fast and you can train models by having experts go through and do it and then you run it and run it and run it and then all of a sudden what was like an impossible art you know 10 years from now is like baseline functionality you multiply that by the number of other things that are are done and it it, it I don't know. I'm I'm super. I'm excited away. You know, I'm excited about software possibilities in a way that I don't feel like I have been in a while. Um, so, who knows how long that feeling will last? But it, it has been fun to to live in it. And I think the other thing about development as well for a company like Apple. Let's stick with Apple because this one you know, is you know Apple does a software release every year, but we sort of see. You know, because of the way Apple works, we have a WWDC where we tend to see the original OS, and that's in, you know, has been in early June. Uh, so let's assume that that, uh, you know, in order to put out some sort of beta release or developer release in June, you know, that's been locked down in mid, let, let's be let's be really um, ambitious, mid-May. Uh, so the developer release comes out there, and then we see that the, the final application doesn't ship until you know sort of late september time so realistically the development cycle for any sort of uh, version of ios and update to apps like photos is sort of october to april um time so that's what uh six seven months seven months in there now you know, Apple is also famous for working with reasonably small teams. I have no idea how big the Photos team is, but I'm I'm going to guess it's not enormous. Um, I mean, it's a prime app, so it's probably got a decent team, but, you know, who knows? Um, but it's probably going to be far less than people probably think it is. Um, and therefore, any any more complicated feature that is going to probably span over more than one release cycle and be used you know, by, you know, less than 80% of the user base has to be really, really justified to even get in there in the first place because, you know, small teams, tight tight release schedules, popular app, you know, it, it's very hard to justify some of these features, even though it would be like a, wow, that's a great point, and, yeah, for the 17 people who are going to use it. Indeed, which makes me wonder now that we're speculating wildly about how life actually is in Apple. I mean, we can have some pretty good ideas. I mean, we both know people that work there and we, we have our imaginations. We've been doing this for a while. But imagine the discipline that's required to be able to say this, you know, this capability, we'll just call them capabilities, you know, is something that's worth having because it's going to make something else possible down the line. I feel like I have to do that at work all the time. Sometimes, you know, you, you can imagine the confluence of capabilities making a killer feature and, and it, something becomes a killing feature, a killer feature when, when 
when there's a lot of magic involved, when the, the, the end user just basically taps a button, say, make this magic happen. But in order to do it, you kind of have to, you have to kind of make it available out there to the world to power users and observe how they do things and look at data and look at trends, look at patterns and so on and so forth and say, oh, okay, well, experts are able to do this and we can learn how to take that expertise and encode it in software to make it magic in 90% of the cases or X number percent of the cases. And then, you know, after five years, you can ship something, maybe maybe not that long. But you'd have to imagine that for that type of, of thinking, that type of capability, you have to have people that are going to stick around and being be on a project or be in, in an area working long enough to be able to make these things possible. So it, it's not something that can happen if you just have a team of, of people it's like, you know, cranking and, 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 you know, somebody who's at the beginning of their career or may just kind of not have a whole lot of experience, just kind of put them in front of something saying, here's a spec, code monkey it out onto the next one. And, and that's, you know, th that's certainly how some software can, can be developed. And maybe it's the right approach for certain contexts, but for, for magic, you just need long-term thinking. And that's what I'll stop saying on that. Yeah, and I think, again, this is, again, Apple have no, absolutely zero need, and I'm not saying this right or wrong, to produce killer advanced user features in any of their apps. They they need to create apps that keep the majority of their user base happy. And I think this is where, um, actually, the market is for um, uh, you know, people that, you know, Independent developers, yes, it might be dependent on how long it takes to develop, but you know that's software development story all around. But you know, some of these more killer features for a smaller segment of the user base are great opportunities for um, other uh, you know app developers because yeah, I mean, as a feature used by ten percent of the people. Um, in time is you know with the tight schedules and all the things apple are doing are probably not worth it but you know a 10 percent of the apple marketplace as your potential audience for an indie app that deals with sort of photos and is mainly around photo sharing and maybe especially if it integrates with the main photos app there we are it's um you know prime prime time thing to do so there we are so all the 30-party indies out there go ship a magical feature Hopefully get enough traction so that uh, when you really blow up, either Apple will acquire you or you'll be able to grow big enough that you can survive even if Apple <laughs> starts competing with you. Well, I guess there's a, then there are quite a few examples of that. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, the acquisitions Apple has made have been, are, are tiny in comparison to the number of people who've developed apps. Um, so that should never be your goal. <laughs> but if it happens, Indeed. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, well. All right, Scotty. I think that that uh, we might consider granting clemency to to this week's lis listener. I think, as it's Thanksgiving, um, and there's a reasonable percentage chance that uh, uh, this person is going to be listening to this uh, over their holidays, uh, because well, maybe John, maybe just for once, um, there'll be more pleasure in listening to this than doing the activity you're supposed to be doing, such as sitting <laughs> in a room with all your family. <laughs> That's right. There's the, because, the show title. Yeah, there Arguably it is. Down there. You're in a room with all your family. Time with your family. Yeah, you're in a you're in a room with all your family. Netflix is down, and uh, so there we are. Time <laughs> to listen to the time to listen to the iDeveloper show. There we are. We found our niche segment, John. <laughs> if that is you, you should be listening. Uh, 
So, John, if people want to um, uh, get in touch with you over Thanksgiving to tell you that Netflix is down and that they're listening to iDeveloper, how should they do that? Uh, well, they should find me on the place that is nothing but up, Twitter, <laughs> where you'll find me as Jumbe, D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And, Scotty, if people want to find you and they're looking for alternative methods of getting your attention beyond, you know, pinning a note on the East Bollockshire fief. Fif, what Fifi Fifi message board? Where might they do that? <laughs> the fi- <laughs> Did I get that wrong? <laughs> no, the Feffies. Uh, yeah, Feffies, their message sorry. board is still on their two twenty four hundred board modem. Um, <laughs> there we are somewhere. Well, the modem is powered by a donkey somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, they can do it on Twitter. Um, where they can? I have no idea why they get hold of me again now because I'm just lost track. Uh, they can get hold of me on Twitter where I am MacDevNet. Um, I have not yet seen Twitter collapse. I have noticed no difference in Twitter, but that's probably because I don't pay any attention to the news and I don't follow anybody who's important. So um, mm. there we are. I mean, everyone I follow is important to me, but I mean, maybe to the world. Mm. Well, John, I hope you have very happy holidays. Are you in San Francisco or are you off elsewhere? No, we are staying in town for the holidays, mercifully. Well, I hope you have a great time. And to all our other listeners who are celebrating Thanksgiving, I hope you have a great time as well. And to all the rest of us that have to carry on as normal and uh, just work our way through whatever we're working through, well, may you be thankful as well. And thanks for listening. Until next time. You and Barky the Failure Dog may take care. Woof, woof. 